Don't want to boast. Have some beef. Let's roast. Chris and Chris! How you doing, guy? Wonderful. Yeah? One yeah. fucking wonderful. Yeah, we it's were like, just talking about Can't Buy Me Love. I mean, how could I not be good after talking about that gem it's so, of a movie? It's so good. Uh, we could put it to a test, out, actually. I, I, so we have, we're, we're contemplating this new segment of the show uh, with our intern. Where he tells us about uh, sporting cards or trading cards, I guess. Yeah. Even though I don't think people trade trading cards anymore. No, they just collect them. Yeah. You used, to, you used to trade them. You'd yeah. be like, I'll give you two Phil Necros for one <laughs> Willie Stodgel, whatever it was. <laughs> no, man. That's no way. No, that's way too much. He's a rated rookie. Yeah, what the hell do I do need two Phil Nicaros for anyway? <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna have uh, the intern Peter on. Uh, unfortunately, he like uh, most or half of America has a nine to five job, and so he's like, he, we gotta like record it separately. It's a thing, uh, but care to his needs. But I did throw the idea of naming it <laughs> the segment "Cards with the Tards," yeah. which I know is not politically correct. <laughs> no, but. It's a movie poll, and when I brought it up with Chris, he immediately replied, Chips, dips, and dorks. He knew exactly what I was talking about. Can't buy me love. And, uh, and I think we both agree it's one of the more underrated movies of its era. And I pointed Plus out- Plus the ending, riding off of the sunset on the, on on the, the, riding on the lawnmower. lawnmower. It's so cute. She takes his ah. dorky hat off and puts oh. it on her head. Yeah. The whole thing, I've, I, I rewatched it in the last five years because I wanted to show my wife and it's still great. Like it's like, even though like the outfits are a little dated, it, the tropes are just fantastic. And it's McDreamy. Like the guy went yeah. on to become like a actual movie star. Yeah. Patrick and she was Dempsey. like, she was, a, she was a cutie herself. Like she was someone, she was the girl next door kind of a thing. She was great. And it also has Courtney Gaines, <laughs> the grossest ginger in the history of movies. <laughs> being like, you shit on my house. <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's oh, also yeah, Burbs. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's in uh he's in Children of the Corn too. Oh. He's Malachi. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that is a Courtney Gaines. I don't know why that just jumped into my mind, but it Yeah. Uh, nice pull like a, on that one. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's uh I it's, it's just great. And we were talking like recently like Chris had talked about we talked about Money Pit and how that movie, do- I think, doesn't... I don't think it ever... I don't think it needs to hold up because it... If Tom Hanks isn't in Money Pit, does anyone rewatch that movie? If it's like Mark Summers or whatever that guy... Not Mark <laughs> Summers. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> not the host of Double Dare. <laughs> I actually would watch it. If Mark Summers happened to be in a movie like pre-Double Dare, I, like, I would watch that. <laughs> I mean, Mark Pat- if Patrick Dempsey was in that movie, no, you definitely wouldn't watch it. No, I'm trying to think of like some other like you know like the funny like if Dan Aykroyd's in that movie, it's not funny. Right? No, we God, no, well, because Dan Aykroyd's in it, it's not funny. The guy's right, never exactly. doesn't have a funny bone in his body. It's like hilarious <laughs> that he's like. But if John Candy's comedy. in that movie, 
Well, yeah, because John Candy would be hilarious because it would be all fat jokes of him falling through the floor. Like right, all right. of the pratfalls would be way funnier with right. John Candy. So I mean, so yeah, so some I mean, like so basically, what I'm uh, getting at is the movie sucks. Like the movie, like, yeah, we don't need right. to I do mean, another. If Murphy's in that movie. Is it funny? If Eddie Murphy's in that movie, is it funny? Fuck yeah, it's funny. It's incredible it's, because, because it's, it's still Shelley Long, and it would be hilarious. <laughs> An eighties. House rom com with 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 a white woman. I would yeah be yeah it would have been. Amazing. It never would have happened, but it would have been incredible. Isn't that crazy to think that they could never make that movie? Then like they, they like, I don't they don't I, did they I don't I can't think of one. They're movie like that, well I mean if you interracial like comedy. Not to turn it weird, but like the premise of that movie starts. They're get she's getting evicted because she's living in her ex's house with her new boyfriend. So if you make that a black comedy, <laughs> it takes on a whole different meaning, like especially in the 80s. Like right. it's like charming for white people, but for black people it's like destitute or reality or something. Like it's we it would be weird. If yeah. Like, uh, yeah. If like crazy. her boyfriend's crew came in and was like you got to get the fuck out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> then they buy yeah, a shit. They like, buy a shithole from some lady. <laughs> Get out of here, you ruski! <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck does it does it like a fucking Russian accent, which he would nail, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the Russian would be Bronson Pinchot, and it would bring back the cast of Ben. Oh, that would be incredible. It would be Serge. <laughs> hello, it's my, not sexy. hello it's my, not na- sexy. my name is Serge. <laughs> If Mark Harmon, I was gonna say Mark Harmon. I think that's where I was going with Mark Summers, and I blended Mark Harmon with Summer School to create Mark Summers. Yeah, yeah. Because Summer School, I remember being an awesome movie. I'm pretty sure it's not. But oh, I love Summer School. It's like it was like a funny like wannabe Bill and Ted kind of thing with those like monster guys. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. And then, I, yeah. and then it had that girl from a. Uh, Melrose Place, who was always falling asleep in class because she mm-hmm. loved to surf or something. Yep, yep, right. Anyway, that's, right. that's it's probably not as funny now. But so we'll 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 we may chainsaw. Have, we, His name was Chainsaw, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. They were really into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They did like a whole like hey, 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 scene. The whole film dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we will consider uh, cards with the tards or card corner or any if you guys have better names, please. Pawn it up, <laughs> send it to us, and we'll try. We'll see if we can. Uh, we'll see if we can uh, come up with them. We'll do the. We'll at least do one segment with uh, with the intern Peter. Um, up upcoming, probably next week, probably in the in the mid. Whatever. What's the week? Is there a name for the weekend between the divisional or the conference round and the Super Bowl? Like of, I think you. I think you just named it's the weekend in between. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. The week. The tweener week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll fill in the tweener week with some. I think uh, they do Pro Bowl. Oh, the Pro Bowl uh, celebration this year. Yeah, yeah, it's just the. Hey, tune yeah, into a no Zoom, game, right? Tune into yeah. a Zoom. Is aren't they just playing video games? Shouldn't it just be done with video game characters? Oh, they should. They should just play Madden. Have like a Madden competition. I don't understand why they don't. Like, I don't understand yeah. why the Pro Bowl isn't just Madden. Or they could they could tr- they could trade their Pro Bowl cards with each other. Have you? Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Who, who's well, even in the Pro Bowl? It's so funny and clever, but <laughs> um, ay, 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 the Pro yeah, Bowl. You got that right. You did. You nailed it. Um, 
<laughs> have you been watching like they they've got this cool shot during NFL games where they're on the field. It's like a, it's like when you put your phone into Polaroid or uh, what what's it called? Like the portrait mode. Yeah. And it like it like like this. It, they It's like a field level shot. Like sort it's of a video. Look, it looks like a video game. It looks like a video game. And I'm like, are they just prepping us for when video games are just TV? Like when mm. we don't like I wouldn't really know the difference if it was if they had come up with a super awesome AI and it was just pretend players. And I don't even know if I'd care. Like if the video game was good enough. Yeah. I might just watch that instead of the NFL. Yeah. So why not try that with the Pro Bowl first? Like pick two superstar gamers and have them play the players that got in, that are in mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl on mm-hmm. each squad and see who wins. Who fucking yeah. cares? Or do it like a pros versus Joes kind of thing. Like find the best Madden player out there against the best NFL well, Madden couldn't player. Couldn't be the best Madden like the best Madden player that's like some Korean kid is fucking awesome. Like he would destroy any but like they could just have the two best Madden players in the NFL. Yeah. Or yeah. a contest winner, maybe. I don't know. It's a, I don't it, even, it should yeah. be esports. That's I, I, I like that. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna jump into another idea because I think that it's it's worth it, and then and then we can get into our your list of things. But I wanted to ask: Have you heard? Because we would like to start the show with baseball, mm. and this is also an interesting concept. Have you heard Jason Stark's idea for the DH? Not at all. So you know Jason Stark; he was a writer for ESPN. Love him. I think he's on the yep. Athletic now. He does Philly yep. sports mostly, right? Mm-hmm. He's great. He's such a smart guy. He's like well, the one reason I still pay attention to baseball. He's the only. He and Gammons are like the only baseball writers I still give a fuck about. Yeah. Uh, and he came up with this idea for the DH. I wanted to throw by you, and I'm glad you haven't heard about it. Um, he. What if the t- everybody got a DH in baseball, but as soon as your starting pitcher got pulled, you lost your DH and you had to go with a pitcher as your ninth batter. Which meant that more teams would have to keep, like, a pitcher that's staying in the game might mean more. You have to just have to be, it just adds a level of strategy to the game. What do you think? Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I think I kind of like it. I think I kind of like it. I, so, it, so if your pitcher only goes three innings, yep. uh, Fourth and inning, then you lose you, a DH. You lose your DH. So it, yeah, it kind of it's kind of the best of both worlds in a sense because you, because but you know I, to me I, I'm I'm actually a fan of the DH in, to some degree right and 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 I think a pitcher batting is I think is kind of stupid right and it also gives those older kind of players who who guys who are just sort of the bodies are worn down and they can't really play the field anymore like th- there's a there's a use and a purpose for that especially for fans and excitement and and action in a game whatever that you know however boring that still might be right. it still adds a little something right it still adds potential offensive punch and scoring opportunities but aren't you adding an offensive punch potential by like keeping a leaving a like risking a pitcher to stay in an extra inning because you know that your dh is coming up in that inning right as well. right so but the, so that's so the, the the prevailing notion of of a non dh right in the in the in the in the national league yeah. right is that it adds more strategy to the game or or at least that's the sort of old world mentality and philosophy of it right which like right the, but the bunting and the and the and the moving runners over from base to base and stealing bases all that stuff has kind of gone away even with the pitcher still being a part you know, batting. And so yeah. I, I think people kind of give the excuse or the, or the notion of, of using pitchers still is sort of not 
quite probably true or accurate to some degree because those those strategies still aren't kind of in there necessarily. Um, so, but I think this sort of combines the best of, of those kind of two worlds actually. And, and that's my guess is that's what probably Jason Stark is, is probably thinking as well to some degree. He's I'm, I'm sure he's gone even deeper than that. Well, but, it's weird. I think the weird thing would be that it would have to be like a universal decision. And like yes, the AL right. people are going to be like, we like the DH. Right. We was want, but, we, well, we've had it. We like it. It's superior. And the NL people are going to be like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. <laughs> like, do we still yeah. get to have shitty pitchers bat? Like. But right, but then, but then both of these still get a piece of of their history attached to this, right? So yeah. you still kind of get the DH, and at times, then you and then you have to go using your pitcher, and then actually that actually gets in the strategy of like, okay, which pitchers and relief pitchers are actually pretty decent batters? Yeah, because some of them still are. Exactly. And that, that when and how do you use them later in the game? Yeah, it's. I mean, it it might be a moot point. It might like only come down to like being effective as a as a a strategy or a trope, like. 20% of the time, 10% of the time. But I, I don't know. I It could I, be, but that's fine too though. But that's the, the best thing, the point. The best like thing you, you about get... COVID is that it's rejiggered baseball and it, and it's moving things in a in what should be a better direction. These seven inning double headers, we how I mean we're we're essentially getting what we asked for, which is shortened games. Right. And if they keep the seven the seven inning double headers, which they should for eternity, all, all we're missing is like a shortened season and robot umps and and we're like things Bob's your uncle yeah, the the runner on second for extra innings, like that's Ugh. great. Come on. No, that one's just stupid. Why? It ends the game. That's just, that's just, Anything just, that ends the game is good. I, you're, I agree. I agree. But that's not, that's just, that's just ending the game basically, right? Why don't they like hit I, off a T in the last inning? Right. And you know, it's like, <laughs> why even have, just, just have a pitching machine out there then. So you can just have like, you know, people can start hitting the ball basically. I'm off. I'm all for the runner on second. I like it. <laughs> Like or at least put them on first then or something to give it a little bit but more. But the double play, you can't have you can't force people into a double play. Well, that's the problem. Therein lies the problem. The problem is baseball. Baseball sucks. And <laughs> the, the problem itself is the game. Itself. The problem is baseball sucks. It's like it's it's I think what we are trying to do here is like solve an insolvable problem. We're, yeah. We're yeah. goodwill hunting. Right. And all the or no, there is no goodwill hunting. It's just the question on the board. Yeah, and the and the professor comes in disappointed every time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, basically, you know, it's like I, maybe even still, like maybe you for for extra innings or something too. Then maybe maybe you bring the the DH back, right? And so like so you don't have to worry about a fucking pitcher in, in late innings. Then it doesn't matter. Nope. I like that yeah. idea. I like that idea. I also like the idea of the DH not being able to come in uh until the the starting pitcher is gone because in the playoffs they pull the starting pitcher so early right right that i think it would like maybe we'd see some pitchers actually like it would just be cool to see a complete game from time to time you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right I uh, know. yeah yeah here i mean here's the other thing too like maybe maybe the dh guy can sort of be a um he gets like one pinch hit opportunity later. And even if he's been pulled after three or four innings, he can still come back and do one pinch hit opportunity or something later in the game or something too, where he's not completely taken away from the game. Well, what if you, what if you just did that? What if you just had the DH, you got to use the DH twice in a game at any point. It had yeah, to be in the ninth like slot. Yeah. It had to be in the ninth slot. It had to be in the pitcher slot, whatever that is. Right, 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 right. right, right. Slot, five just, slot, whatever. You, did, you determine it's always yeah. that. It's always for pitchers though. Yeah. It's only for, it's pitchers. only for the pitcher and you yeah. get to use it. So you could save it. Sometimes you wouldn't use it at all. 
Mm-hmm. Or you could use mm-hmm. it right up front and it would be situational. Yeah. It sort of oh. becomes like the challenge flag. It's like the challenge flag. Like, exactly. But it's a DH. Right. Right. This Where people a, try to save him or use him. This is a better idea. I like my idea better. I'm better than Jason Stark. I like this idea. <laughs> Let's do this idea. If it wasn't for Jason Stark, though, we wouldn't have come up with this idea. Though, so give credit. No, credit I, nerds have to invent everything first. They just do it wrong. Then, right. cool, then cool guys come. Yeah, steal that idea. idea. Shape it, mold it. We're turn like, it into art. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're like, nice, nice try, Backstreet Boys. I'll give you in yeah. sync. Woo. <laughs> Much cooler. That's the perfect analogy. <laughs> uh, let's let's turn our attention away from the worst sport in the world uh, and into something far more interesting, Chris. Okay. Beer. Oh, yeah. I love a beer. Do you love a beer? I love beer. I love a frosty cold beer. I like to bathe in it. The o- so much. The only thing I love more than a frosty cold beer is a frosty ice beer. <laughs> What happened to ice beer? What the fuck happened to ice beer? You can't get like, them it anymore. It was such a big thing. It was okay. so hot. I mean, it was so hot. It was ice cold. Well, so, so here's a weird thing. Chris sends me a picture of a bottle of Labatt because he fucking lives in Canada now. <laughs> Labatt. What do you call it? Do you pronounce it Labatt? I just, we yeah. just call it Labatt. Labatt. Yeah. The blue. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Labatt golden like Molson or is it just, it's all blue? I think it's just blue. Yeah. I don't know why they, oh, anyway. No, I think there used to be an ice, Labatt's ice. There was. Think, the, right? The, yeah. So, so I don't know for you, the, it made me think of Molson ice yeah. immediately. Right. Because I, I, I don't know, it, when I was in high school, Molson ice came along and changed the game. It was a, I think. Oh, really? A, I think, well, yeah, it was the first ice beer I remember. In fact, I, was, oh. I heard it before I'd even seen Molson Golden. It was like, Molson ice came. And it was like the Red Bull and vodka of its time, like because it was, yeah. it's a it's a malt beverage, right? I don't know what it's it's. I think it's it's malt, right? Like, but it's ice processed, whatever the fuck that means. Basically, if you slammed the word after Molson Ice, if you slammed the word ice after the back of your beer, you could jump it up two percent in alcohol content, and yeah. there and it was a ride. Yeah. So right at yeah. our peak, like in the late ni- mid to late nineties, I guess, or early to mid nineties, ice beer sort of like there was Bud Ice. There was what like it blew up. I remember Molson. It was like I- the it was like the seltzer of its of its of the nineties, basically, or hard seltzer of the nineties. Do you remember the Molson Ice metal concert, like where you could win tickets? It was in Reykjavik, and it was like Metallica. <laughs> it was like all these like met like metal like Molson Metal <laughs> Fest, and you had to fly to fuck in the middle of nowhere. To like watch like Metallica as you froze your ass off drinking Molson and like people were pumped about it. Yeah, like, it was I, sort thing. of. I kind yeah, I kind of remember it. I, I, I'm now it makes me wonder though. Like, was Molson Ice kind of like maybe become the most popular ice beer? Well, you brought up a good one, uh, and you were which is Ice House beer. Because so, Ice House was wasn't like a Bud Ice or a Jenny Ice. It was. It was just its own brand. Yeah, in a way. yeah. They were like, "We're just going. This is all we're gonna do." Is we're ice I, we are ice. Like uh, they don't have another beer. There wasn't another. You know, there was no. They they, they were created and specifically made because. And I think they. I think Ice House was the original ice beer. It was okay. So it. You're it was the right. first on the market, at least. It was in '93. Ice House was America's first domestically brewed ice beer. 
Okay. Yeah. They're okay. There you go. Oh, so I wonder if like maybe. If, apparently they, they, their claim was that they brewed uh, below freezing. <laughs> That's a fun place to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I've worked in an ice house before and it's fucking cold. <laughs> It's fucking freezing. We I, I worked in an ice to, plant where we actually made bags of ice. Yeah, you were doing. You were making just ice. You weren't trying to like strategically brew or like ferment hops. Like you were like <laughs> in sub in sub zero temperatures. You know. Yeah. You know. But uh, it, it it it's cold. I'll tell you that much. It's fucking cold. What's well, so the Here's a fun. Here's a weird twist. Uh, ice house was purchased by. Which was per, which person? Sorry, Ice House was purchased by. Run that back, Peter. Could you erase that last part and we'll start right again, right here? Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> what if we actually could do that? What if we had a producer? Um, <laughs> Ice House was purchased by Miller, which is now owned by Molson. Oh, they wanted all the ice beer, so go fuck yourself. Which is also owns Coors too, then, right? It does. It? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, I I wasn't a big Ice House guy, but you liked it. You were a you were an Ice House fan. Yeah, I was. I I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, listen, I was also you're I was dumb. also drinking like because you're drinking Mickey's. You're drinking. You're like I gotta stamp my yeah. label on a brand. I remember liking like Red Dog. I think that beer was oh, dog yeah. shit. Red Dog was yeah. It was dog it was shit. Good. It was. I'm sure it was dog <laughs> shit. Milwaukee's best. Yeah. The beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, yeah. I don't know why like ice house. We could, I, yeah. I don't know why it was. Cause it was, um, there was also, you remember Mickey's ice was a, a yeah. thing for a while. Okay. Too? So here's a thing. Here's a weird thing. Pittsburgh has a very weird beer culture here. And we also have a lot of alcoholics. So <laughs> if you go to the state beer stores, like you can have an independent beer store now, but like there's, there are these like weird state run ones where they like people smoke inside of them. They've got like, they sell lotto tickets. If you want to go somewhere and get COVID, it is the spot. Um, and they don't sell any of your fancy Rudy Toot and highfalutin beers, but they sell a plethora of ice beers like and natty ice. You can't get just natty light. It's all natty mm-hmm. ice. Yeah. Like, natty ice is still big. And Jenny ice, which I, they don't have regular Genesee, oh. but they've got Genesee ice. And, and there's like one more. Maybe it's like, I can't remember. They like, and people just buy like, it's it's for alcoholics like it's just it's just for alcoholics uh but <laughs> i love how i love how, that was great because you said it twice and you're just like nope the first way i said it is just that's, that's the way that's it it's a so natural ice for example is is a six percent beer so instead of drinking a fucking four percent or five percent or whatever the or is. yeah dr- it's trying to slug down a fucking case of ipas you can get natural ice <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, natural ice is actually slogan is, uh, it's ice brewed for a naturally smooth taste, which you can enjoy 15 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they sell 15 packs. 15 times in a row. <laughs> what a good slogan. They know what they're about. <laughs> natural ice. Anyway, we should uh we should do an ice. I I I found a six pack of Bud Ice uh, before COVID. Actually, the intern and his wife threw like a like a '90s themed party, and mm. they made like Cosmos and stuff. Mm. Uh, 
it wasn't like a theme really. They were just like, we're doing 90s drinks. We're making Cosmos or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll bring over a six pack of ice beer. And they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what? They didn't know what <laughs> they were not like this. They it would miss. I misread the theme, I think. Oh, I think that. Yeah. They were like, oh, no, that we were talking about like cocktails. You know that were popular oh, in the nineties. Oh. You're like, I don't drink cocktails, motherfucker. I was like, bring the fuck. I want to drink ice beer. I drink ice beer. I didn't drink any of it though. I didn't even crack one. I don't think it's probably still in their fridge. Um, mm, that's great. That's anyway. Better, I think we should do the next time I see you. Let's do an ice beer uh, taste test. Okay, that sounds great. Will that be fun? Yeah, because I I actually I actually said uh, or we talked about it when I when I sent you the picture of the Labatt and you were like you should buy the Molson Ice or do they have it and I was like actually I think it was right next to it in the in the if you can freezer. get Molson Ice I, dude I can almost taste Molson Ice right now I drank so fucking much of it I can almost taste it in my mouth it's not a good taste no it's there so we so what what in in college we there was a lot of there was a lot of Keystone and there was yeah. a lot of Keystone. Um, what the fuck with Keystone? What, I, that might be a Northwest thing because it was everywhere. But that's yeah. no. But Keystone's got to be from a, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, right? Because it is the Keystone state, right? Yeah, it's. There was also another one that was that was such a popular cheap brand. Schmitz. No, and it was it was literally like Washington State University, like the the, the grocery store had a had a huge walk-in freezer, right? Because I mean, I think their whole product was basically selling beer to to, to college kids. But there was one that was like literally half of the walk-in freezer for the beer freezer was was this one brand. I can't think of what it was. Was it Henry Weinhardt? No. no, (laughs) That shit was everywhere in Missoula, Montana. Henry Weinhardt's like, you just picked whichever one you want. Because they made like nine of them. They're like, oh, Henry's green, blue, or purple. Like you just like picked a color and you're like, yeah, this is mine. I like red, I guess. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I'm a wine. It was Bush. Oh, head to the mountains of Bush. Yeah, it was Bush. And it was like, you could buy that 12 pack or, or whatever it was. Maybe yeah. it was a 15 pack too. But it was, yeah, it was literally, it was like uh, four or five, six pallets. Yeah. Just stacked, you know, and like next to each other. And it was like, you, you basically just, and because it, it was so cheap, I think that it was just, a, that was, it was so cheap and you would just, you know, whatever, you could buy a 12 pack and, and Bob's your uncle. Let's wrap this segment. By saying what now we've done, I know that you like your Corona guy. We've talked about beer extensively on this show, Mm -hmm. but if you were going to go into a, someone was like, go pick me up a half rack of cheap beer. We're, we're going to fucking throw darts or whatever. Like, what do you, what would you go and grab from the, from the walk-in? If I, if, if, if it had, and it was all the beers, all the beers. Yeah. Not dead beers. They have to be living beers. They have to be beers that currently exist. You can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, I mean, that's an easy one. Actually for me, it's, it's, it's rainier beer. Rainier beer. It's the Seattle rainier beer. Uh, you can't, it's, you, some places kind of have it around the country, but it's it's kind of slowly dying off. So rainier. It it has made a little bit of a sort of a comeback in in a sense, but it's more of almost like a, um, not a specialty beer, but it's kind of a niche beer in a way now too. But it's a, it's, it's sort of the, it's sort of a small market brand of like Pabst. Do you remember the Rainier beer commercials with the motorcycle? Yeah. Rainier (laughs) beer. That was the whole commercial. It was was awesome. It was, it was a, awesome. It was brilliant. Uh, that's a fucking great commercial. Um, we also have like the dancing clams. I never or the saw oysters those. Or something, I think too. I never saw those. I was a big hams guy yeah, because yeah. of the cartoons. Like yeah. they sold 
beer to people. That, beer I've tried it recently. It's and gross. The beer refreshing. It's, I brought it to a Rutgers tailgate, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" And the next <laughs> Rutgers tailgate, it was there because no one drank it. Yeah, it came back. <laughs> it was taken off ice. It was put somewhere, and then it was put back in the cooler. I was like, "Fuck, maybe someone will drink it this time." Like it was. Yeah. It, it was. I was embarrassed to see it again. Um, <laughs> my, I would have been crushing those, man. I would have been crushing those right with you. My mom. I remember my mom talking about how in when I think this like something some movie was it smoking the bandit some movie where they were like bootlegging Rainier and it made it very popular worldwide like it had like this oh, huge yeah, moment where yeah. everybody wanted to get their hands on Rainier it was like this cool thing in the in the northwest and and yeah. so they, they had like this huge moment I don't know I have to research it but I remember vaguely my mom sort of talking about that maybe I made yeah. it up it's, yeah, it, it did because it, it kind of did kind of blow up for a little while, and then it like it kind of went bankrupt, and then I think like Coors or one of those places sort of bought it, bought it yeah. and uh, and then it kind of be, kind of became that like like I said like kind of that that pap style where it was kind of popular with the um, hipsters. It's a hipster hipsters beer. and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. I I am a also a hipster beer, but I am a if you were if I was to go into and I've done this recently, it's my favorite ski beer is Jenny Light uh, or yeah, right Jenny Light. Jenny Light, really? Yeah, that's interesting. I no, no, not light, just Genesee, the cream Genesee? ale, cream, whichever the cream one, ale, cream. Yeah, Jenny yeah, Cream. Jenny there cream. we go. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jenny Cream still tastes good to me. Uh, I like it. It's cheap. Okay, it's got a solid green can. I, I just, I, I find them very tasty. Interesting. And, and it's frustrating that you can't get them in Pittsburgh. I just, I'm gonna put that out there right now. So, yeah, you would think, you would think that would. Uh... That would that would kind of be a popular maybe or something. We've got some cheap... we got some weird beers here. I mean, there's Iron City, which won the presidency. Uh, thank you, Iron City. <laughs> uh, and then and then there's a couple other weird ones here. Like there's a something German something or other. I've never tried any of them. Is ever. Rolling Rock still popular around there? It's not popular here. It's from Labatt. Okay. Uh, or no, as far as, it's from uh, Latrobe or Latrobe, however people say it here. Um, I've never seen a motherfucker drink it ever. Mm-hmm. They do drink Yingling, which is dog shit. Um, but anyway, we can move on from this. What do people drink in Vermont besides cider? Is there a, is there a is there a, like a clear beer that people in Vermont enjoy? Uh, not that I not that I can tell. Uh, it's I mean I, you know well, you can't really go, go to bars out, and right. stuff. Um, and there, there's a lot of IPAs. It's a lot of it's a lot yeah, of that kind of stuff you, that's in the it's in the stores, which I actually have a hard time finding a, like a non IPA beer to buy at any of the stores, which is really uh, it's it, it's frustrating actually. Yeah, I could see how that would be. But um, then, but that's why I saw like the Labatt's, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is and actually the weird thing about the Labatt's beer, the bottles are they're they're eleven point five um, ounces. Hmm. Instead of a twelve ounce bottle, so they're slightly smaller. I think they're a little thicker on the bottles and whatnot. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's just do Labatt's. Like, it's I don't want a Budweiser, like those kinds of things. But I also didn't want a Corona. I wanted something else, and and uh, the Labatt was it would hit just right. Well, I I think you I think you nailed it. There is a beer here called Old German that I see from time to time. Okay, I'm tempted to buy. <laughs> I don't know if it's from Pittsburgh or not, but. Uh, Old I just German. want, you know, sometimes I just want like a, a normal beer, right? That's, it, it's not, it's not a sort of a, it doesn't have any sort of flavors or textures or something to it. And, and I, that's sort of where I'm, I'm sort of been in limbo for the last couple of years with like just a, just buying a beer. 
right? Yeah. And I don't want to buy a Budweiser and stuff either, necessarily. No, I totally agree with you. I I still like a just an Iron City, not an Iron City light. An Iron City, 16 ounce in a can, six pack is fucking a good time for me. That's my, like, yeah. I, can't, I have a hard time finding them in Pittsburgh. They're always That's in bottles. I don't want bottle. Like, I want a 16 ounce can of just regular. If you see them, <laughs> send them to me. All right, They're I will. Great. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's uh we're we're running way behind time here, but that was super fun. Uh yeah. you have a couple of other show topics. We can um, just cut everything. We can always save stuff for later. I don't want to cut I don't want to cut all of it necessarily. Um Sure. I think that the 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 We definitely don't have to talk about Philip Rivers. We don't? That's the uh, one I want. if you want to, that's fine, but Well, Phil Phil retired. I just I wanted to say Right, Phil Rivers retires sort of unceremoniously. He did make the playoffs in his one season at yep. It's he it's did. not a it's he not did. a wash. Yeah. Um, Philip Rivers not, did did the right thing by retiring, but he was wa- was he waived by the Chargers? Like he, uh, I think his contract was up, so he just was like he um, had to go he somewhere. Yeah. So Pittsburgh's in this weird situation with Ben Roethlisberger. They owe him forty one million dollars um, if he stays, uh, which is going to be detrimental to the cap space. And they're feeling all of this. It's the only thing anyone talks about here is like, should he retire? Should he take a reduced contract? Should they just end, end, like, just wave him and eat the money? I don't know. I, it makes me long to be a Giants fan. Like, Eli did it right, as much as I hate to fucking admit it. Eli kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, they've got another quarterback and, and, and kind of tapped out. Like, I, Roethlisberger, he's like, he swears he's having too much fun playing, but he can't, he can't. He can't do anything. He can't scramble. He can't throw out of a. He can't throw out of a normal set. It's got to be a shotgun. He 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 won't take a. He won't dive forward for one yard, which at least touchdown Tom will still do. I just I I wanted to get your thoughts like a on Phil Rivers and b on like like if you were the Steelers, what do you do with Ben Roethlisberger? I it's a. Uh... Well, there's not much you can do, right? It's kind of up to him. Like you're either, you know, I, I think, what is it? It's a $40 million cap hit basically. Yes. Um, and even if he retires or you're cut on, it's still like 20 million you on can, the books. Well, 20 million something. And you can kick that, some of that money down the road. You, you can, uh, maybe, I mean, I mean, but then, but then you're just kicking this down the road farther and making it sort of worse for yourself. Sure. And I the problem with all these things, and everyone's like, "Well, they should have they should have drafted a replacement years ago." And it's like, "Well, you, but you, you, you it's not really viable either, though, because one, you don't know what you're gonna sort of potentially have with whoever you 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 draft, right? And they and they've tried that with Mason Rudolph and Dobbs and all these other guys, you know, for years and years. And the same thing with like the Colts and, and Philip Rivers. And it's like, all right, well, now you now you kind of have to find a replacement, and do you sort of temporarily find a replacement or do you do you you know do you try one in, in the in the draft you know somewhere down the in, in the later rounds or in the first round do you try to trade up i mean there's it, it's not an easy it, there's no right or wrong answer easy answer here to, to figure this out like you 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 sort of play the hand you're dealt with and 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 until you're you're forced to make a decision at some point in time right mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily this year for the the steelers but once you don't have rollisberger then you kind of have to worry about finding the next quarterback the best quarterback you can yeah i mean you can also you can also sort of make some trades here along the way now right you can you can maybe trade for darnold or you can trade for guys 
who are God. might work out for you, but you, it's all this is still a, a um, I it's just not a very, gamble. It's not very Steeler esque. I wh- what about the, what about the idea of just like being like run it with Rudolph and worst case you go four and twelve or whatever and you get a good you have a high that's, draft pick like that's where that's, or I think that's you find out what you, what you have you know but, like I don't see a problem with wasting a season on Rudolph with a potential of upside. I mean, guy can throw the ball. Maybe he can be a professional quarterback. It's it's not. A, I I don't I don't I disagree. I I think he I what I think I, he's had enough here and enough time and enough. What enough. I saw from but what I saw from him was surpri- I was surprisingly impressed with him again that game against Cleveland. Now I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy, but I would be I I would much rather have if they were like our starter for next year is Mason Rudolph and just let it fall like wherever mason rudolph will be fine he's a handsome guy he's got like a free ride through college for playing football he got to be in some big games and uh and he's infamous for getting his head smashed with a helmet like he could go do whatever he wants like if they if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but like let's find out and then for real and if he loses even better we'll we'll be in the running we'll we'll have a, a high draft pick and we can work with that and I think that's the I, I think that's where I would fall. And this is like, hey, listen, I instead of having forty million on your books and in a broken down Roethlisberger, a guy who can't I'll take the bend over and pick hit. up a fumble, a guy who can't bend over, watched a fumble fall into the end zone on the first play of the game because he's so afraid of getting hit, he won't get on the ground. It's, right. It's like so to my, me, like twenty million is 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 less than forty million, and you're gonna have to. You know, Rutherford goes away at some point, so might as well just get it over with, rip the Band-Aid off, and, and yeah, kind of, quote-unquote, start over, or, or, or begin to start over, right? Yeah. Like, you have enough talent on this team, maybe, maybe, maybe like, next year with, with Randolph, Rudolph, or whatever his name is, is he goes, they go 8-8, eight and eight, right? Or 7-9, yeah. and nine, so it's not great, it's not ideal, but you're... At some point, you're going to have to. You, all these teams with all these great quarterbacks have to, at some point, take a step back or or tank or whatever you want to call it to try to get a high pick to get one of those great quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Tanking. Uh, I have a question for you. Do you think that Deshaun Watson could end up in Indianapolis, or is that like not a problem? Is that not an option because they're interdivisional rivals? It's yeah, I think I think so. I, I think it's the probably the least likely place he can go. It's also. It's also he has, one he has a no trade clause apparently so he's going to be able to pick and choose if they're going to trade agree to trade him and they're also not going to trade him to the divisional rivals and there's too many other teams who can give I think have too much other assets to give that they can outbid they only the want Col- three first round picks for him that seems like, that's that seems that's like, actually not bad that's great yeah and I think you can probably talk him out of that a little bit and and and. Send him you know, to the Patriots, like one first round pick or something for other either players or other draft picks. I think that's I think bad. that's a, that's too their starting point, knowing that they're probably going to get two and something else it's and a, a damn, couple of things. It's a damn shame Bill O'Brien isn't still there. Someone could get him for like a pack of cigarettes and a fucking. Oh, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> they could they could literally. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Like they could literally, you know, you you would trade out. You would you could trade Carson Wentz for him or or Sam Darnold and like a a, a couple draft picks probably. You know, and like you could. Oh, it would have been it would have been amazing to see like what Bill O'Brien would have given up. It would for be him. Although he probably wouldn't have, he probably would have been stubborn and not give up getting it giving him up. Yeah, and just forced him to work for a team he hates. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, there's only two teams I want him to see go to, and that's the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm all in on the Dolphins. I really want to see that happen. I, yeah, I would really love to see that happen. 
And I think, and I think the Jets make a strong argument with with the, with the high picks and the number of picks that they have. And they they got two first rounders from Seattle in the next two years. It would be plus awesome. their own. It would be so he'd be so fun in that market. I would. I'm all yeah. about that. I I, I think I'd, he would want to go. Probably and to I New think York, Darnold right? could be a good quarterback. I know I'm one of the last, but I still believe he could be a good quarterback. Listen, Tannehill after Gase, like there's there's precedent there, right? Yeah. Like I'm not all out on Darnold. Yeah. I'm not as high on him maybe as I was, but yeah, I think he still can be sort of resurrected if you I, d- I definitely i i, I don't, I don't know if it's be, in houston no, he might not be the, the pro bowl guy or the guy that wins you uh, uh a championship or whatnot but he he's, has moments I mean, though he looks good he could be philip rivers god who who would have thought that fucking mono would completely derail a career <laughs> it's, crazy. it's not mono it's it's adam gaze adam gaze derailed that guy's career. i know i know it's, it's, it's yeah it's the true. funny thing now is apparently the C, the Seahawks have actually talked to Adam Gaze about their offensive oh, coordinator. Oh, please let it happen. Oh, please, please, oh, please, please let it happen. Oh, please. Oh, Nothing could be worse than Brian Schottenheimer. Oh, uh, we both... We Brian both, Schottenheimer actually was decent. We both cut our offensive coordinators, both the Steelers and the Seahawks. Both They had parallel seasons. They were, were like... Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. It's funny how we were like, oh, Russ is an MVP candidate. Oh, the Steelers are going to go undefeated. And now that... Yeah. They both make the playoffs and they both fucking get rid of Maybe they'll meet in the Super Bowl. You know what's funny is Mm. Brian Schottenheimer might end up with a job somewhere. Randy Feigner, no one wants him. He's not getting interviews. No one ever wanted him as an offensive coordinator. He wasn't an offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback's coach. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. He's right. Oh. Off, oh, indeed. What an uh, off season to look forward to. Yeah, I'm excited for basketball. Um, to be honest with you, I would love to just see football be done with. I the this Celtics Sixers game was the perfect cap to Biden being inaugurated as our next president, <laughs> next aging president. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was fun. I'm I'm like I'm starting like I watched a little bit of the. The um, Phoenix game, that team is also fun. I'm I'm excited to turn my attention away from football entirely, and then that means I can turn my radio off because all the news will, all the sports will hear is hockey, and I don't care. Mm. Uh, and then I can, uh, yeah, I can uh, just focus on the Sixers uh, underachieving again. I'm really into it. Do you have any? Uh, <laughs> you have any thoughts on basketball besides the fact that Brooklyn looks great, like really, really great? Do they? I think so. I, I mean, they just let Colin Sexton go off for fifty points or forty-seven points. Colin Sexton is good. Sexland, man. It's a, yes, a, a, Sexland is a great is a great nickname. Yeah. I mean, that's might be my favorite thing of the season. It's so, so far, funny actually. that people are like so anti-Sexland. Like that's are all they? they should be. They should just be leaning into it so heavy. I think the NBA is a little like, oh, we don't do we want that? It's like they're a little NFL-ish, you know, like on their. What the fuck computer. is with that? We talked about this last week. Like what? Used to be crazy players. It used to be like a place where you could voice your opinion yeah. or have yeah. an attitude or personality. Yeah, yeah, and suddenly it's like, wow, the bubble made us bitchy. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's like well, I, let I, them be sexland. It's fucking I, awesome. You are right though, because I I haven't been paying that much attention to basketball and 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 it, I, I'm I I want to, but then I but then I I try to watch like games. And and replays or uh, games or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, this is kind of boring. It's I don't it's I don't think I'm it's having boring. a hard time like really getting into the games. Mm. It's and it's weird, and then like watching Brooklyn, a little bit even, and I'm like, oh, this is this is probably not going to end well. Like they can't play defense. 
Yeah, like, they have no one would two have guys that. who don't <laughs> want to play defense at all. And the third and guy the, is coming off an Achilles surgery. And yeah, sh- and right. And like, who probably defense. isn't his, who will never be like the, the defensive president he, he was. Be. He shouldn't have to be. Right. He oh, snapped man. his ankle like, off. Also, I was right. Black is very slimming because what the hell happened to James I, Harden? It's awesome. How, how I th- did he lose 50 pounds? In, I like, think because games? he does like drugs. I think he just was like, I'm going to go on a bender. He was just bloated. He was just bloated. Yeah. He just, I, I think he looks great. He I like. Looks, I, he looks incredible. I like the. I like the Brooklyn team. I'm just gonna ride it out. I think. It's I mean, fun. I like it, but it, this is. They're not good winning for basketball. I might be with you. I'm. The, maybe I'm just. I'm overhyping because I really spent a lot of time watching Sixers basketball, and not. Maybe I'll spend some more time tonight or tomorrow this weekend. Spent or the 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 weekend off, whatever they call that, the mid Pro Bowl weekend. Just really <laughs> watching some basketball. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, they, they whooped. They you know, or they didn't whoop their ass, but they, I mean, they beat Milwaukee. That was a they, fun game, they, though. Did you did you watch that game? It was, I, I thought I it was. Did. Super, I didn't get a chance to. But, okay, I thought it was super fun. No, I know but that's what I'm saying. Like they, but they they won that game, and and they you know they crushed it, you know, and then they turn around and they and they lose in overtime to Cleveland, and it's like, oh. all right, I, I don't I don't think Cleveland's that good. They have some decent players and stuff. I, no, it's they're just a, certainly they're, they're not such good. a manic team, and I think that's going to be the case for most of the season, if not the whole season, and in the playoffs. But what, like, but does it matter? I'm at this point, if they lose, in the, if they're like the third seed or the second seed, and they lose in the first round, oh, I would be shocked. But that's a it's an interesting take. I I I don't know. What the, let's let's see. I think post All Star break will be a problems, little bit, you know, kind of things where they can't. I don't know, man. I don't know. It'll be weird. It'll be interesting. Although, here's what I want to say, though, and and going because I want to circle back around with this because I think this is really important. I saw this posted on someone's Twitter page, and and what it's basically the the thing was is what we learned about Kyrie in 2020. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, and he paid 1.5 million of the WNBA players' salaries who opted out. So he covered some of the women's last year and during the bubble or whatever the the season that they didn't want to play last season. What an asshole! What a he paid some women their salaries, right? Mm -hmm. Terrible guy. What a head Yeah, ter- awful. That's awful. How, what, how dare he do that? What a head And then he donated $323,000 to meals for New York families during, during COVID. Such a head case. I, you know? He's a terrible person. Awful. Awful person. <laughs> awful. And then he had the nerve to go and partner with Nike and donated 17 pallets of food and 50,000 masks to, a, to the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation. Oh. You know, and then, and then, and then to top it all off, to make it just like really just, you know, drive the nail in the coffin here is he bought the house for George, George Floyd's family. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, he did. Right. And it's like, but everyone keeps giving shit to this guy and like how, what a head case he is or what he's not interested in playing basketball stuff. And you're right. Maybe he isn't interested in playing basketball, but he's trying to actually help people. Yeah. He's conflicted about the fact that there is still a ton nothing has changed. (laughs) <laughs> like nothing right. has changed. They're still right. systematic. You could kick Donald Trump out of the White House, but did you did was Kyrie the only one who watched a fucking KKK group take over the Capitol building? Like a f- team of white supremacists like this is and then played that night? Like I'm sorry, like if he's conflicted he should be and more yeah. players should be more like Kyrie. I'm just going to say it. I fucking yeah. Yeah. I, and then he comes back and drops 37 and no one's fucking giving him credit. They're like, oh yeah, whatever, yeah. Kyrie. They lost. Right. Like, and we'll he put- still says he still loves playing basketball and loves the game. And, and I, I, I believe him, but he's, but all, everyone like, 
no one wants to, you know, like everyone keeps saying he doesn't though. It's I, like, right, well, he just, he just told you. I'm in on Kyrie. I mean, you know this. I mean, I've been on a, in on Kyrie since he started talking about like not landing on the moon, but <laughs> let's, I, I just think the, I, why can't sports have more players that push against the game? Like, look at, look, look at, like to, LeBron look, took, LeBron took two weeks off like years ago for Christmas. Like, and no one said anything. And everyone's like, oh, what for hair what? plugs, for fucking yeah. hair plugs. He took yeah. two weeks off to get goddamn hair plugs that immediately fell the fuck out of his head. Like, come the fuck on. We But LeBron's a goddamn superhero. Meanwhile, Kyrie's conflicted internally about systematic racism in, in, the, in the nation. And he fucking don't, is spending his money in good places. You never read that part of the story. In fact, Chris, I didn't know half of that except for the George Floyd thing because it was a fucking clickbait thing that showed up in one of my news feeds. Like, I... I let's just right. lay the fuck like, off. I didn't know that much about this either. Like, Can I we just lay the fuck the off? Yeah, like just so, and like so. What if he wanted to take two weeks off? Like, apparently, and apparently, he talked to each. And you know, it said I read the thing where it said he's like he talked to each player, you know, individually, and you know, they were straight and it was cool and everything. And I was like, you're fine, that's great. My only like thought would have been okay, maybe you should have done that ahead of time, and maybe he did. Maybe I maybe that just didn't we don't come know clarifying. We don't know report. shit. We don't know shit, and that's the point. We don't know shit about any of this stuff. Yeah. We don't. And it's know like shit. just take a break from it, man. I, like maybe we should all take a break for two weeks. And, right. and get our shit straight. Right. You know, they call that uh burnout in, uh, in, in yeah. Holland. You can just, right. you can just declare burnout and you just get time off and you yeah. fucking recalibrate. Yeah. I, 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 I quit a job. Like what was that? Like what from, from the, you know, you know where I worked yeah. for, for years and I quit that job. Like in basically gave him three weeks notice. And my boss was like, do you need to take, you want to take a sabbatical? Do you need to take a sabbatical? Because she was like, are you burned out and stuff? And I was like, yes, but no, it's far more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to work here anymore. Yeah. Basically. But, I mean, I, she was like, take a sabbatical. It's like, take a month or two off and you can come back and we'll, we'll find a temporary position, you know, someone to fill your position for you. And I was like, thanks. That's really nice of you, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know, like people sometimes, you know, especially with COVID right now and dealing with this stuff. And, and I know a lot of people are, are completely wiped and burnt out and, and frustrated and, you know, the problem is, is they a lot of these people would need to take breaks from their kids, uh, right? Is, or, right, or their jobs, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you know, fuck, this is fucking crazy ass fucking time, man. And it's and it's not going away anywhere. And and good for Kyrie for just you know what, focusing on some other things for a while, like. Or he maybe he shouldn't have come back to start the season, right? And and I know maybe I'm nitpicking him a little bit because I, I'm st I'm a little conflicted with him myself and to some degree. But I I'm proud of him for doing what he's been doing, and he's not getting enough attention and goodwill towards that. But maybe he shouldn't have just come back to start the season anyway or something, uh, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, he could have we right, again, but that's, but, that, but that's nitpicky because it's like not everybody handles everything perfectly. Yeah, also right? like. <laughs> it's a, I think you're right. I think it's okay to just take time and reassess. I think that that's why can't people, why can't NBA players take time off? He's not getting paid. It's not like yeah. he's just breaking right. in the salary. It's not like he's, right. he gets to like, you know, go on it. leave. He's okay with it. Yeah. Man, this is, I, I really like this take. I'm, I know we've done it twice in two weeks, but I, let's keep it needs pushing to be done, it. done though, I think. I agree. I agree. This is a good, t good talk. Um, Thanks. I hate to just roll right into gambling from here <laughs> but i'm going to in what is known as worst segue corner did you <laughs> that's what we do best didn't you have you had an nfl replay nugget or something too though oh does man that ease, us, I, does that ease us into this a little bit 
do I want to do I want to say this? So I. So that well, it, at least it'll get us to the NFL in a more natural <laughs> way. So the the, uh, the the game with the Browns and the Chiefs, right? There were two hits. Helm, like one was a helmet to helmet that caused the Chiefs receiver Higgins to fumble. It was dirty, uh, on the one yard line or at the like extending for the pylon. Yeah, uh, nothing called. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes was essentially given whiplash by a player who was drive trying to pull his head into the ground. Like it was one of the dirtiest in the moment. It looked like one of the dirtiest plays I've ever seen. Both instances. They call in, because now everybody has this thing, which seemed like a good idea at first, they call in Jerry whatever, or some fucking Reno Barino, like some ref we're supposed to know, you know, who comes in and essentially is like, yeah, that's a, that's a helmet to helmet. You were right, but it's a, then makes the you excuse. can't review it, so. Can't review it, because the rules are wrong. I'm interpreting the law the way I want to. And also, you don't know. It's fast. In that moment, you, it's just fast. You bang, can't, bang. Bang, bang. You can't really call. You don't know what to do in that moment. And it's like, A, if they can't fucking do this job, they shouldn't do the job. B, having a fucking old ref come in and explain why refs can't do their job would be like, <laughs> I'm going to really regret saying this would be like having a retired police officer come in and explain why the cops are doing their job in police brutality videos. <laughs> like, of course you're going to get the cops perspective when an old cop is defending a cop. Like, it's like, it's a fucking stupidest thing that the NFL, like the stupid concept. Oh, where, do, where does this moron sit throughout the entire show? Is he in a box? And they pull him out. They're like, Oh, Get a gimp, get out of your crate. Look at this play and tell us what we saw and know isn't true because you're going to interpret the rules and how hard this fucking job That's is. That's how you've been trained to basically, yeah. I don't fucking want, like, why do I need a fucking ref to tell me why a ref is doing his job? Like, right. especially when you know for a fact the two crucial plays in that game were a helmet to helmet and a human being trying to take off another human's head and nothing is fucking called and it's not fucking reversible and like and 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 we're just supposed to the the band-aid on it is like we got an old fucking ref to come in here and explain why it's so hard for them to do their fucking job right and why the rules are wrong fuck that like i'm so fucking sick of that fucking concept and i'm like it's just stupid to me like i don't get it can you explain it to me no no man no nope nope Nope. Okay. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to come up with something to even, it's just, it's, it's dumb and it's ridiculous. Uh, it's the way it is. Like, I, that's, uh, like, yeah, exactly. Like, either, right. like it's the we, way we've it settled is. This, we've settled this before too. Like either make everything reviewable or don't review anything. And I think that's honestly going forward. That's just the best policy yes. now at this point. Yes. Either it's, it's like human error or there's no and if fucking you can't error. review it like within like five or 10 seconds. Before the next play goes, then don't then don't even bother. Yeah, There's like don't don't spend don't spend five minutes now like conferencing and talking and then going up to a booth and having other people look at it and dissect it and slowing it down to like one one thousandth of a second. Yeah, you know, and 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 all this bullshit and then going oh you know what it's still a judgment call and I still think he might have led with the crown of his head but I, it's tough. He so hit the we're mother. He flew at the guy with his head. With every intention of knocking the ball out, because at that moment, and it, and 
if he makes trying to save a touchdown. If he makes a touchdown, the touchdown's a touchdown. If he gets called the penalty, it's the same field position. It was win-win for that guy to throw his helmet into another yeah. person's helmet. And that's the fucking thing they're trying to avoid with this game. It's like, it's. do you think that that fucking dude gets upset if he gets a personal foul for yeah. taking out Patrick, Mah- Patrick Mahomes for two fucking quarters? That's a win, dude. So yeah. either, like, is it, like, let the game be dirty or don't. But, like, don't sit here. It, I fucking, I'm over it. I'm sorry. I don't, like, I'm done. I'm off my fucking. It, it's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. It's bullshit and covered with bullshit. That's now, how, how do you feel about the touchback rule? <laughs> I don't give. I don't even understand a touchback rule. Like I thought, I don't care about that one at all. I, I mean, people get so people. It seems like people are more upset about that than the than the than the, the leading with the helmet to the fucking. I don't understand Mahomes. anything that happens on kickoffs. I like. I really don't. I don't understand if like where the ball gets placed if it goes out of bounds. I used to think that it was like if you ran down and got the ball before the guy did. In the end zone, it was a touchdown. I thought that's what it was, but I guess that's not a thing anymore. No, I think it. I think it is. I think that. But it's, no, but not, it's not because sometimes the they zone. just. But they. But a lot of times the players just walk off, and it's like the ref blows the whistle. I never know that. I also don't understand like on a punt, like how come how come sometimes it can touch the team that kicked it and still bounce forward, but not like I don't get that. Like, shouldn't it just be like if you touch it, it's down? Like, isn't that like? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And and also I don't understand how come players can never fucking stop a ball that's being punted into the end zone. Why is that the hardest thing to do? It's not like don't they practice this shit? Special teams is so stupid to me. I, I you know, honestly I they they spend a lot of time in practice and it's just you know from what I remember watching when I when I worked for the Seahawks and it's literally it's just the guy he's just punting or kicking field goals. Right? There's no there doesn't seem to be any sort of nuance to any of it, right? And that's where you get once in a while where you get like Bill O'Brien or Harbaugh or some of these guys who come up with these creative and like things and like in in special teams and you're like, "Oh, they're they're actually really good at this. Like they can put the ball kind of where they want." Yeah. A good they, punter. They a good punter to me is like so fun to watch. Someone that you right. can count on that knows exactly where he's going to place the ball and gives his team a chance to catch it like close to the, right. the end zone. It's like, also super like if crucial. If more coaches f- paid position. attention and spent more time and practice on it, you would have some really incredible special it's teams. It's such a dumb like idea that like kickers don't matter, punters don't matter, long snappers don't matter. Yet like every they say games hinge on fucking field position. That's the right. first right. step in field position. Right. I, it, I also but then they also pay these guys like four or five million dollars to be a, their kicker. And it's like, but you if you just you can hire one of these dudes or, you know, you can sign one of these dudes out of college or a year or two out. And if you just train them a little bit yeah. better, they'd probably be really good. And also, I, I don't understand why every tackle on special teams is like the greatest tackle that person's ever made in their life. It's like. <laughs> You know where the ball's going, motherfucker. It's not this like you. The only time he gets attacked, that's to, why. He's but so they excited. always like like rage, and then the, everyone like jumps on their back like they're in high school. Like it's like, it's like, dude, you. Fucking, this is, the this guy is, was alone. Like, it was one guy waiting for they don't a get ball. On the field otherwise, they gotta be. Super God, it's enough. like it's so fucking annoying to watch. I I hate that shit. I know I'm getting on my back in my day, but like, give me a break. <laughs> It's not that fucking exciting. You had 12 guys running after one guy who you knew was getting the ball where? Like you knew when and where he was getting the ball. I got it. Chris, I got it. What? We combined what we talked about earlier about simming and video game style for like watching instead of actually playing the game. Yeah. The special teams is simulated. (laughs) And then the rest of the game is real life. I love it. 
It's like it. special team. It doesn't really fucking matter. They're getting rid of it half of the stuff anyway, basically, right? And, and cutting it and, and stripping it down. So you, why don't you just actually have that simulate? Why don't you have two gamers on every team? It's a player position. You have to get yeah. rid of a. And you just you yeah. get rid of a a, a, a third string guard. And you simulate and special get, teams. And you've got like a gamer who like plays against the other team's gamer for special teams only. That's. Yeah. And I then you could it. have you could have kickoffs and, and kickoff returns and and people hitting each other and it's the violence is taking out of it but you still get the action and excitement of those plays and then you get to know those gamers like they would like the way that like the gamer like the the esports pros have huge yeah. followings yeah and you'd be like oh tanks fucking kicking off to <laughs> red you know red rum or whatever like you know with like spelled with like threes yeah. instead well, of iron threes. iron city ninety nine is yeah yeah. <laughs> They got this guy at MIT. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> actually, I think it's not a bad idea. Actually. I would love it. I would fucking love it. Chaos. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, because you can have the chaos still, but it's not real. It's it's simulated and it looks real. And you guys can smash it into each other and you can get kickoff returns for touchdowns. And it's, it counts in the real game as points. I love it. I love it. Chris, we're running out of time, but I, go, I, I need some help with something real quick. Okay, great. So because of your grand advice... I kept both my futures bets on Tampa Bay and Green Bay, which means I will have a chance, no matter what happens on Sunday, I will have one of my futures bets that I bet in October open for the Super Bowl. It's either, it will either be Green Bay or it'll be Tampa Bay. Yep. How do I yep. hedge that? Because I'm really nervous the Chiefs are just the best team. Ugh. How do I? The Chiefs are still plus 200. Oh. I. Do you just. Do you just put something on the Chiefs then? Just like fifty bucks, like and went and get my money back if they like fifty bucks. If fifty bucks wins, I essentially get my money back on both bets because I bet like barely anything to make a ton. So like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm in pretty good shape. Do I just bet it to like break even, or do I go with a full fledged hedge? I'll tell you right now. Either like if either of those teams wins, I I win a decent amount of money, right? So, yeah, right, right. So do I just then go and like hedge it towards or just let it ride Buffalo? Really? Just let it ride. You think just let it ride. No hedge. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't mind. You know me. I love a, I love a good hedge. Yeah. Um, do you think if there's any hedges that you're interested in? Like, would you, I mean, the, the crazy thing now is like, you know, is Mahomes going to, you know, there's a real opportunity here for Buffalo, you know, especially if Mahomes is, I'm sure he'll be healthy and they'll clear him obviously. Yeah. Right. He's got to play in this game. Um, Buffalo is the but, one team that I haven't been playing any money on. Like, do it. I could do like a exact Super Bowl outcome, and do like, you know, Bills to beat the, the, whatever you know, or Bills. Yeah, to beat I, the I mean, the, I don't. I just don't know how you hedge this properly, right? Or how you find the right way to hedge this. Well, you got. Right. I I'm putting you. Unless on the you just spot. take Kansas City, you just take Kansas City to win the Super Bowl, then I guess. But I, I like, I'm not sure what else you can kind of do to hedge. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, unless it's like a whole bunch of like little sort of, or there's a parlay you find, or some sort of in-game sort of you know you know bets or something. I think it's gonna be like I will probably do like a twenty-five to fifty-dollar parlay on an NBA game to up the to up the odds <laughs> on KC winning with, the Super Bowl. Right. That, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's that. That might be the play that I'm gonna do. Now let me give you three games that you can choose. <laughs> okay. Lakers plus one over Milwaukee tonight. Hmm. That's a fun okay. one, right? You've got yeah. New Orleans plus seven in Utah. 
Utah's a weird team to gamble on. You never know what yeah, you're going to get. Seven. Okay. Uh, and then you've got the Knicks plus four and a half against the Warriors, who I think shit the bed last night. The Warriors? Oh, no, the Warriors actually beat the Spurs last night. Yeah. Um, do any of those do any of those? Yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of the Lakers plus one. I, guess. I like that, right? Doesn't if you're getting I, the Lakers plus one, if you're getting the Lakers in points, I think it's kind of that feels par- great, juicy to me too. Lakers and points. So if I throw that into a parlay <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm doing it in real time. We'll see what we'll see what we get. We we'll do uh, team props here. I'll bear with me in a team future here. Uh. That brings up to plus 470. Okay. So 25 pays 142. There you go. Okay. I like it. Okay. Okay. I'm doing that. Do it. Thanks for the hedge advice. Sure. Should we get into picks? Let's do it. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Come, coming off a divisional round last week, Chris. Yeah. Uh, we, we fared okay. Um, you fared you, great. I fared well, I was, bad. Yeah. Okay, right. But I mean, there's, there's a, it's, a, it's a very small window, window for success here because there's a few amount of games. So, um, you know, one game is sort of a make or break here, basically. So you were two and two for the, for the week. Uh, I was three and one. Yep. Um, you're, you're still sort of dogging it on the season or the playoff season totals here. Every uh, game was an under, I think, uh, on this week, past weekend. Oh, was it? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. actually really interesting, actually, because yeah. that kind of might help lead me with a few of them this week. Yeah, I would go, uh, I would go balls deep in unders <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the way in. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking actually Tampa Green Bay. I was like, it's 51 over under. I was kind of like, that kind of feels like a nice over. Does it? Even though I think at the time the, of year. Because the, the, over, the over on fucking Tampa Bay, New Orleans was 54 and they couldn't yeah. fucking get to it. Like that yeah. was New Orleans, like. But that was that was a bad New Orleans with a with a. I mean, with now what we realize is apparently is a is a completely broken Drew Brees. I mean, like he he even had more injuries than the than the ribs and the collapsed lung. Apparently, that yeah, we've known that, about. Yeah, that was a that was a. Very, the tone rotator, rotator cuff that explains why he can't throw the fucking football. So then put in fucking Jameis. Like, why do you got to like do this? To well, the, they did the one play. They get a touchdown. And he threw a fifty yards. Like, I know. can you not do this a little bit more? Maybe somehow. There, um, it's like one of these weird situations where you're trying to respect your franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. To the point mm-hmm. of you're just going to eat your balls, like and that's your own Dutch. Yeah, yeah it's right. weird. The NFL right. is so and, weird. And Taysom Hill wasn't wasn't available. He was out for the game. So give it up all to Jameis and have him beat his old team. It's fucking. Why are you? Yeah, why, are, why are you on the team? And if you you know, that's like, so stupid. Um, come to Pittsburgh, Jameis. Come to Pittsburgh, Jameis. Jameis, I implore you to come to Pittsburgh. Come here. We want you. Come here. We'll take you. Uh, I would love to see that. At this point. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, that's kind of what Pittsburgh should do. You you got to get rid of Ben and and roll the dice for a season here with with somebody, anybody, and then besides Rudolph, like I'd, I'm James sorry, throwing I'm not... to fucking James throwing to like those receivers, super fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go into these games. It's the okay. conference championship round in the NFL 2021. You've got uh, first game on Sunday. Both games on Sunday. The first one, Tampa plus three and a half in Green Bay. What do you like? Now, I want to hear now, your take. Take it. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to take him. I'm going to give up the three and a half points. I, I I'm still not quite believe, like the 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 Tampa play. Okay, so the two things I have going against them, I think, is Tampa played a really great game, like a perfect game against New Orleans and against a, a team that whooped their asses twice during the season. And that was the only reason I think they lost last week is because. 
Drew Brees couldn't throw, actually throw the football and Tampa like keyed up on it. And they, I mean, they had what three touched or three turnovers, interceptions. One of them, at least one of them was for a, for a pick six. Um, and, and in that same notion, Tampa Bay played a great game against green Bay during the regular season in Tampa. Oh, I didn't know that. And whooped, uh, green Bay's and Aaron Rodgers ass. And Aaron Rodgers, I think even he even threw a pick six in that game. Um, so and 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 from all accounts, like Tampa played a perfect game against Green Bay as well, and they and they won that game handily and stuff. And like now, but now it's it's Tom Brady and it's it's a Tampa team, a warm weather team going to Green Bay, playing against a, a really good offensive. And both teams are offensively and defensively are are really good right now. Like yeah. I, it's I think it's sort of neg- negligible to even try to compare or try to contrast like who can have the advantage here and there and whatnot. The other thing I'm hanging my hat on is. Tom Brady was coming into this playoffs this season. He was four and four on the road in the playoffs. Yeah. Now he's played a, a, a terrible Washington team on the road. The, obviously, uh, they they were the favorites in that game. Uh, they were they were only a three point dog. Was it last week? Was it three points? I think. Yep. Yep. Three points last week against New Orleans, and I think that game would have been a lot different if if Breeze was was eighty percent healthy, when, or if he could throw the ball. Um, so. I'm not quite buying in Tampa is like so good and so amazing. And this to me, like we were talking, uh, this was Drew Brees' season, maybe final farewell season. Mm-hmm. This actually might just been what we weren't kind of giving the notion to, but we were talking about throughout the year is Aaron Rodgers has been incredible. And maybe this is just his season. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, I'm just, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not all in on Tom and Tampa and Bruce Arians and this whole thing. And I'm still going to bet against them. I, and I've been losing those bets, but I, I, I don't think Tom and Tampa can win three in a row on the road to go to the Super Bowl. It's, it, I think that you have to consider this season for Tom Brady a smashing success, no matter what. And I think that it's not like one of these seasons where like they have, like the NFL needs. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl for ratings. No. No. Um, I think that like I, he's they're actually they're actually the most boring storyline I think of the four teams. I completely left. agree. Tom Brady has. Uh, I don't think he's ever played Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game. Um, I don't think so. no. They haven't had the opportunity. Right. To. So which will be fun. I think a little bit. When I was a kid, t- Tampa Bay versus Green Bay would have been would have meant that the two worst teams in football are playing against each other. <laughs> Like you would ever see that you'd be like, oh man, this these teams, like they were the worst. They sucked when I was a kid. These teams sucked. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is kind of interesting to see, I guess, a little bit if you were patient enough and wait forty years, you'll uh, finally get your chance. I, I totally agree with you. This is a Rogers year. Um, I think that Green Bay put up thirty two on what people considered was one of the best defenses mm-hmm. in the league. Aaron mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, be damned. Um, he's been tearing teams apart. He's been cutting teams up. In fact, he like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers minus a couple like weirdo games is really good. And, and Matt LaFleur is legit. And they're, and they're, they figured out the offense together. They're working like last year it was Aaron Rodgers was like, maybe like you could say he had one foot in one foot out with that offense and, and yeah. didn't quite believe or trust it yeah. this year. I think they're completely all in together and it's, and they've it's flowing and it's humming. They probably have the best receiver in football right now. I Absolutely. still, I still like their running game. I, Absolutely. I, there's holes in you their can de- run. You can run on their Tampa defense. a little bit more now. Yeah. Uh, than, than earlier. I, in the season. I like Green Tampa Bay. Bay's defense too. I'm not saying like, I yeah. don't, I don't yeah, see yeah, a, wor- yeah. a world in which Tampa Bay doesn't look there. There's a world where Tampa Bay wins this game. I just oh, think sure. that if you play this game 10 times, Green Bay wins seven or eight. So give mm-hmm. me Green Bay and three and a half is not much. 
It's not much, and but I, you know, probably the smart play would probably be to take the three and a half points because it, it, you figure it'd probably be a close game. Yeah. Uh, but I just I, I think it's more feeling for me now. Like I really um, don't think it's going to be a close game. I think t- I think you get to Tom Brady, you'll win the game. Yeah, I, you know I think and I think Green Bay can. Uh, Green Bay, you know, like Tampa also was getting a lot of credit for stopping Michael Thomas, who has been hurt for most of the season, who also is sort of a uh, one trick pony in, in, in the routes he kind of runs or at least in the scheme that that new orleans does for him but you know it's a lot of shallow crossings and out routes and what that kind of stuff and so they kind of you know shut him down played him close like uh you're, you're not going to do that with Devontae adams right I right agree. like it's a, it's a whole different ball game and matchup here um and it's uh i think green bay could actually win by 10 10 points in this game i agree i think green bay could win by double digits yep. i like this so i like this do you like the over or the under uh, I, I want it. I, I think the smart thing to do is, is in a lot of playoff games. And I don't know if this is the history or not and what the stats are to back this up, but I, th- I feel like you should always be playing the under. Yeah. But to me in this game, it feels like there's going to be a lot of touchdowns thrown. Here it's harder to score in the playoffs. It's it just, is harder to score in the playoffs. That's, yeah. I just, I really believe that everyone's keyed up. It's a different atmosphere. Um, there look, is one, there's one sort of, uh, there was a, on DraftKings. I saw it was sort of a, uh, 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 player, uh, prop. And it was multiple scoring multiple touchdowns, and I think Aaron Jones like was three touchdowns was like plus three thousand or something. He's not gonna get three touchdowns, but I mean, I guess that's it's a lot of touchdowns. Value. I know, but it was like if there's one player who's gonna score those that many tu- that many touchdowns, I feel like it's Aaron it's Aaron uh, Jones. Yeah, I liked Leonard Fournette last week. He played really well. He like he played, played well against the against a really good run defense too, was, which was sort of and surprising. he was catching the ball. I don't know. I felt like that was the the great secret weapon that no one had predicted. But yeah, who right. knows? I don't know if he can put two games together. Yeah, I, yeah. This game, who knows? Exactly, and that's the thing. It's, Tampa seems to be doing a lot of things really well and playing really well. And I, I three in a row is I think is incredibly hard to do. Agreed. Buffalo at KC. Uh, it's Buffalo plus three. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, the over under is fifty four, which I would slam that under, slam yeah. it over and over. Uh, yeah. The if Kansas City wins and mm-hmm. Green Bay wins, that's really going to put a damper on this idea of one team gets the bye, uh, because it's clearly like the team that gets the bye goes to the Super Bowl. Like I, I don't, I'm not a fan of one team getting the bye. I think it's a crazy sure. dis- a crazy advantage. But maybe yeah. it's worthwhile after you play 16 games because it is hard to play 16 games. But it seems like at that point, aren't we just introduced? Now, this is hypothetical, but maybe we have this conversation next week when it is Green Bay against Kansas City. If you can't <laughs> tell where I'm leaning in this. Uh, it was a good run, Buffalo. Let's just put it that way. I, it's over, Buffalo. It's over. It was fun. Your team's mm-hmm. not that good. Uh, they're, Casey's just super good. Now, if Chad Henney's playing, it's a totally different thing. Sure. But I, I, uh, that's the reason I think this is only plus three for Buffalo right now is because Mahomes is still sort of a question mark and in con- concussion protocol or whatnot. Like this, I, this, this is probably at least six points here if, if Mahomes is fully healthy and there's no questions going into this game. This is a KC win and an under. I think that, I think Buffalo's just not gonna, I, I think it's over. I just really, I really do. I had a, um, I had that fun little, uh, factoid that I sent you that, like, Home teams with fans were uh, mm-hmm. like five and two through mm-hmm. the through the playoffs, and uh, home teams without fans were zero oh and three. But then, which is fine. I think there's a real advantage. I think that these teams getting noise pumped into the stadium, like Buffalo got, and sure. having fans makes a difference. 
But now we're in a place where all the teams ha- have home fans, and maybe that's the coincidence or non-coincidence is that every one of these teams had the ability to have home fans. I don't know. Maybe it's an advantage. Maybe it isn't. But I'm going to stick with and say that the two teams that win are the home teams with fans. I I I agree with you, and I I thought that was a good that was a good poll that you you brought out, and and um it, and I I do think Kansas City wins this game. However, they're o eight and one against the spread in their last nine games. Yeah, they're and Buffalo's to, nine and one against the spread in their last they're, ten. They're a tough team to bet. Ooh, that's a good fact. Repeat that right. again, real quick. So Kansas City is zero eight and one against the spread in their last nine games. Yeah. Again, we've and we've been talking about this for most of the season, right? They, they've been have a hard time covering. Yeah. Basically, and they're just they're just there's something that there's a little bit off with them. They're not as you know sort of explosive, or they're not scoring a lot of points like they did last year, or whatnot, like consistently. Buffalo is also nine and one against the spread in their last ten games. So I think I think Buffalo can kind of keep this game close, and I. Three probably isn't actually enough of, of like, it's not that close, right? Right. Three and a um, half would get you hard. Yeah, it's, it's six, maybe seven, yeah. w- which would be ideal. Uh, and I would, I would definitely hit that. I'm still going to sort of take Buffalo in the three points here because I, I do see a little bit of a path for them to actually winning this game potentially. Yeah. Uh, um, and, the, you know, if Mahomes isn't quite 100% and quite right. And if he gets hit again or something, you know, like, you know, God knows what kind of happen, could happen here potentially. Uh, I, I do, I do, you know, sort of. It's, I, it is Kansas City for me. I, I, I think we we still sort of undervalue them and underplay them a little bit to some degree. What's your favorite? What's your playout? Your super, your favorite Super Bowl, in your mind? What, what would be the? the it's, one? it's Green Bay, Kansas City, right? That's the one yeah. that feels f- most fun to me too. Yeah. Although I would love to see Buffalo sort of back in the Super Bowl a little bit, um, just as a storyline there. I you know, guess, after what, but what if it was like Buffalo Tampa Bay? Like I would just ugh, be like that would ugh. be the worst. That would be the worst. Yeah, I don't want to watch that shit. But Green no, Bay, Kansas no, City—that's like no, I don't want Brady. That's like the Bowl. two best quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. That would be like uh, finally, it, you know, yeah, it would be fun. It, yeah, right, right. And and Josh Allen in the Super Bowl would be kind of fun because it would be like this. I mean, you know, from early season MVP to sort of you know blowing it mid-season, to making a big comeback and a push here now late, and and sort of now becoming everybody's favorite young quarterback. You know. Um, there's, you know, there's good storylines either way there for, for, for Buffalo in a sense. Um, as much as I'm not, never really been a big Buffalo fan. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I could give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, that's if, and honestly, yeah. like I'm happy with any of these to an extent, like there's no team I despise. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think would be close They're it, close for me. Tampa Bay's pretty close, but it's, it's like the, f- always fun to root against Tom Brady. So I would be fine. And Bruce Arians, right? Like yeah. I, it, it's, yeah. it's, but I just don't want to have to like take the chance on them winning this freaking thing. I know, I know, right? That's I, right. I totally agree. And if Green Bay, Kansas City wins, I'm happy whoever totally, wins in that game. Totally, yeah, I, I love the case. Like I want legacy. Aaron just to get another, you know, another ring. Yeah, ditto. And I want Kansas City to still be like really good. Mahomes just keep racking up Super Bowls. Mahomes too. is great for football. It's great. I love it's that so guy. Great. All right, buddy. Well, let's wrap. That was a that was a long one, but a fun one. Uh, I hope you have a you great did. weekend. And I will say that to the listeners as well. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.